This is the MMA Takes Podcast with your host, Brian Petrie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, welcome to the MMA Takes Podcast. Hopefully, this is sounding better, right? Um, I have some new equipment. We'll get to that on the the, the actual podcast. Um, this is going to be, I'm trying something new here, right? So if you follow MMAtakes.com, I just posted a blog about how I want to do these um, fight flashbacks, essentially, right? I'm going to do, I'm going to start off doing five that I started my uh, my MMA journey with, right? I'm going to go from probably the first fight I've seen. They might not all be in chronological order. I'm going to give you a top five. I'm going to go from the, you know, the, I, I'm going to start with the first five. This episode you're listening to is the first one. Going to try and air, iron out the kinks here. Try to see um, what works, what doesn't work. Obviously, I want to have guests on. Just, just a new way to, uh, you know, bring you content. And, you know, I'll tell you when to... If you want to play along, if you want to listen to this while you watch the fight, I will uh, I'll obviously tell you when to start, when to stop, and, and we'll get we'll get our opinions, kind of like the Joe Rogan thing. Joe Rogan does that with the with the companion podcast and everything like that. So, trying something new, see how it goes. Uh, not sure if it's going to go well or not. Who gives a shit? It's going to be fun. So I'm going to go top five fights that kind of shape my MMA past. It's called the UFC Fight Flashback. First fight is actually the first, well, kind of, right? So the very first fight I've ever seen, I've seen Hoist Gracie fight at UFC 1, right? Didn't really like it. The first fight I've really seen where I literally was scared, because I, I've, I've, as I've explained before, I came from wrestling, right? I like professional wrestling. I had a blockbuster up the street, and, you know, I saw UFC 6. I go, hmm, let's check this out. And I, don't, and I think I ignored most of it, but I remember Tank Abbott versus John Matua. That was the fight where I'm like, holy shit, who is this Tank Abbott guy, right? He looks like this just biker. His name's fucking Tank. John Matua is this big Samoan guy. What's going to happen, right? I think if you're listening to this and you probably know the end result, but this was the first fight I watched where... It, it, it definitely didn't grab me and be like, oh, I want to go be Tank Abbott or I want to go train. It scared the bejesus out of me, if I'm being completely honest with you. So we're going to watch it. It's kind of a short fight, right? So, you know, I don't want to waste your time. The, these podcasts are going to range from anywhere from 10 minutes to fucking 20 minutes to 30 minutes, whatever, depending on the fight, right? So number five is going to be Tank Abbott versus John Matua at UFC 6. And I'm on UFC Fight Past. Um and if you want to click now, we will start watching. Okay. So, Jama Tua, I tell you, he is a scary-looking fucking guy, right? Tank Ab looks scary, too, but Jama Tua. Okay, so we got Tank Shadow Boxing. He's doing a lot of head movement, which he's never done before in a fight, so I'm not really sure what, uh, what that's coming from. I would play the audio, but I don't know about copyright stuff. Tank's got no teeth. Ugly as shit. He's got two calyx on the side of his head. No teeth. I want, I mean, obviously the teeth probably, you know, he probably tells people, oh, I lost those in a fight. You know, it could have been just he, poor hygiene, poor dental hygiene is all it could have been. He's definitely a tough guy, but I mean, really, man, look at these old school inches. A lot of smoke. The UFC invested heavily in smoke machines back in UFC 6. Very wrestling ass. I, I never realized how like, you know, everything was very pro wrestling. The intro tank coming out in a, a, a tank top. Very fitting for Tank coming in a tank top. First joke of the night. Bop, 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 bop.
First joke. No. Tank just ripped his shirt off like John Cena does. Stud. Stud is Tank Abbott. Tank Abbott, pit fighting. Number one, strength striker. Number two, boxer wrestler. Number three, headhunter. Number four, stand-up fighter. Well, those all are kind of the same thing. I don't know if he's really a wrestler. I mean, I know he tried to throw somebody out of the cage at one of the earlier UFCs. Tank Abbott. D.L. Tank Abbott. What is David, right? His first name is David. D.L. Is, was, is what they uh, called him out here. Tank, obviously, is his nickname, but David Abbott. Oh, boy. Here we go. John Matua on the beach. Ooh. Just took a guy down with a ponytail. He's on top of him now with a dress. Armbar. Armbar. Went the wrong way. Went the complete wrong way with that armbar. Boy, John Matua. And the lore is, the reports were that John Matua actually was supposed to be like the baddest dude in this tournament. Like he was like the real deal guy. But I tell you what, that takedown on the beach and then he went the wrong way with the armbar. I don't know, bud. I don't know. Perfect hair though. Perfectly quaffed. Coming out of the Hawaiian flag. Already, already, you're already fucked, buddy. Garden Grove, California, excuse me. I mean, he's obviously a, uh, Samoan or Hawaiian descent. The guy that he went the wrong way in the armbar with the ponytail is, is carrying his bucket. I love the old UFCs where you can fight with a t-shirt on him. And pants, and shoes, and everything. This guy has it all. Pants, shoes, shirt. Surprisingly, has a mouthpiece. Big John McCartney. Big John McCartney was a house, dude. God. He's a big boy. I mean, he's still a big boy, but he was like ripped up here. Big neck. Tank Abbott's got just the cut on the sides. He probably went in there and was like, just, just shave it on the sides. Ring car girl, oof, rough. Sorry, lady, rough. They have definitely upgraded the ring car girl. And wow, I didn't realize that Michael Buffer did the early UFCs. I wonder how Bruce feels about that. Looking good in the white, white jacket. I mean, I think Bruce Buffer obviously has you beat on the jacket game there, Michael, but... What is that? Brothers doing that? I didn't I didn't know that. That's a little fun fact. That's a little trivia that that people should sprinkle in. I, I actually know a lot of MMA trivia. I did not know this one. This is a little fun fact here. I haven't seen this fight in a good 10, 15 years probably. You've obviously seen the highlights. I mean, I know how it ends. It's not, I'm not going to be surprised, but I haven't watched this fight in full in, in a good 10 years. Michael Buffer giving his little intro here, reading his little tiny cards. It's so crazy how this this just sport has changed so much. A lot of things are the same. Someone someone has a Stephen Heads, Severn Heads, Severn Heads uh, on a on a bed sheet was a sign that two ladies were he- holding up there. I guess Dan Severn, his only fans still to this day, his only fans were were those two women that ruined a perfectly good bed sheet. <clears throat> Man, that bow tie game. I tell you what though, Michael Buffer. I mean, he he might have a little more pepper in his hair. Or excuse me, a little more salt in his hair. But uh, you know, he's he's he ages well. But I think all the buffers do, right? It must be I mean, you got a golden voice and you get the age pretty well. I mean, talk about some puss sounds. Both these guys, the buffers, probably fuck more girls than anybody in the UFC, I'd imagine. Besides maybe one or two guys. I'm sure Roger Huerta, if he wasn't such a weirdo, he he cleaned up boulders. They just showed a full shot of Tank Abbott's belly. You you forget how fierce that thing was. You know, and to, I mean, he had big arms and a big neck. I mean, in today's age, you know, instead of fat shaming, we just say he had a dad bod. But yeah, he uh, he's a thick boy. He would, ref- I mean, and there's Matua. Oh, gosh. Mean mug and tank. Looking nervous. Pants, Clint Eastwood style, up by his fucking nipples. Wrestling shoes on. Breakdown here. Abbott was 30. God, I was, I'm older than Tank Abbott is here. That's crazy. 
John Matua weighed 400 pounds. There's no fucking way John Matua weighed 400 pounds in that. And they said tanks 280. There's no fucking way. John Matu is 6'2 and 400 pounds. Fuck out of here. Matu is 29. He looks 54. And here we go. Fight's about to start. Big John McCartney said, let's get it on. Tank coming out, hands down. Don't go fuck. Okay, big right hand. Art Matu is already hurt. Already hurt Matua got clipped. Uh, clipped left hand. Big right hand by Tank. Matua hasn't been on. Okay, Matua's going to wrestle now. Nope, Matua's busted up. Big right hand by Tank again. Another one. Matua's dead. Matua's dead. And now he's really dead. And boom, big right hand. Shouldn't happen. John McCarthy, it's over. And and Matua is stiff-legged. Tank's making fun of him now. Oh, boy. Yeah, the classic. Tank's got blood underneath his titty. Oh, his right titty, there's blood underneath it from Matua. Man, Matua went stiff. Some people said he had a seizure. Not sure if he had a seizure or not. Doctors ran in, obviously, take his mouthpiece out. Crowd's going nuts. A lot of tucked in t-shirts and jeans. That must have been a big thing in the 90s. Tank Abbott announced a winner. John McCarthy not very happy with him. Big right hand. They're showing the replay now. Big right hand. Matua. Matua looks like he was on roller skates this fight. Did he wear roller skates in there? And then that right. Tank Abbott threw a big, unnecessary right after he was already out. And then here we go. They're going to show the mocking. He's pumped with his horrible haircut right here. He's going to do a little mock. What's up? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Very famous Tank mock that everyone's seen. God, Tank Abbott was a mean. No post fight. They threw him out of the cage because Matua's like dying. Okay, now they're going to post fight him. Some guy with the biggest headsets I've ever seen ran over. Here we go. Let's see. Let's see if we can play a little bit of this. No, maybe not. They're not going to interview him yet. Beat Matua in 18 seconds. Here comes Jeff Blatnick. Jeff Blatnick's going to interview him. Let's see if we get a little piece. Tank, that was a... A heck of a display of punching power. Did that, was that your game plan going in? <laughs> I've got all sorts of things to do, Jeff. As you know, you'll see. But Out of breath. 18 seconds. He's exhausted. 400 pounds. There's no way he will go. Can we expect that same kind of punishment to be on the rest of the He is gassed. That's only one dimension, Jeff. As you know, that's probably my weakest part of the dimension. I... We'll go on. I'm a little winded right now because I'm excited. <laughs> Other than that, fought for 18 seconds. Walk, baby. Oh boy. Well, we wish you the best of luck. Thanks, Jeff. Wow, that was a pretty mild mannered tank interview, if I can admit. But that's the whole fight. Okay, that was that was it. I remember watching that as a kid and being just, I mean, being in utter disbelief that what what I was witnessing. I couldn't believe what I was witnessing. I said. Because you know, I'm, I was, you know, come from wrestling world. I'm like, oh, everything's fake in wrestling, right? Well, this guy's dying in there. So I definitely did not become a fan overnight of MMA. It took a while. We'll get to that. We'll talk about that in this podcast. I, I plan on releasing one, hopefully every day this week, because we got to kill some time before the next UFC. Um, I want to put some content out for you, and I just love watching old fights. So why not record them and give me my thoughts on them? But um, hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Hopefully you watched the fight too because it's, I mean, I, poor John Matua. I mean, I'm sure he doesn't like watching that. But if, if you're a fan of MMA, I mean, you got to go back before you can go forward, right? If, if, if you come in on the Ultimate Fighter era, there's no shame in that. If you come in the Conor McGregor era, eh, but it's always important to go back and, and, and watch. And all these fights in my top top five that I have, again, not top five favorite fights. Top five fights are basically what got me into MMA, essentially. So I do have one little piece of audio I want to play. So Tank Abbott, if you, if, for you guys that do not know, 
never won a UFC tournament, was very popular, lost to Scott Ferrozo, lost to, you know, lost to a lot of guys, lost to Don Fry. I mean, let me see his, his act record in the UFC. Never won a tournament, right? So after the Matua fight, so he had John Matua was essentially his first fight in the UFC. And then he went on to beat Parvarlins by TKO. And then Oleg Tatero beat him in the finals. That was all at UFC 6. Then he lost a Severn by decision. Then he lost Scott Ferrozo by decision. And then when the rules start changing, he started going downhill a little bit. Don Fry beat him. T- uh, Vitor Belfort knocked him out in like fucking uh, under a minute. Marie Smith, Smith beat him. And then list goes on and on. He ended up becoming a huge celebrity and jumping to the WCW. He wrestled for a while. was an absolute train wreck. So bad. I remember him from the thing. I was still kind of flirting with wrestling at the time because, like I said, I, I wasn't in love with MMA yet. I remember him showing up on the UFC and just, or I'm sorry, the w, WCW and just couldn't believe he was there. Was blown away by that. This guy, they they, and they gave him a lot of fucking money to come, right? They gave him teeth. They gave him money. He looked to be in a little better shape, but still kind of fat. He wore his outfit that he wore in the UFC, just like blue shorts and gloves and was just absolutely brutally awful. Um, no wonder WCW went out of business if they're giving Tank Abbott a shit ton of money. Anyway, he came back to the UFC, right? The, the Dana White and the Fertitta brothers have already bought in at this point. He came back and they did this huge like announcement with, with Tank, right? Joe Rogan's still there. I do not know what UFC this is. It has to be one of the first ones. I want to say he came back at UFC 41. So this must have been UFC 40. Could have been UFC 39, but this might have been UFC 40 was his, his first fight back, and he gave this electric um, electric uh, speech in the cage. I think I'm having a fear factor moment. I'm in the ring with the cover of Black Belt Magazine. Should I fight him for 50 grand? Calling out Joe Rogan. I think I'll do it for free. Ted, Ted, give us your thoughts on the heavyweight division of the UFC right now. Joe's nervous. Let me tell you something. I've been sitting at home looking at all these posers calling themselves fighters. Tito. Dying their hair blonde like women. TRTs. They got flames coming out of their ass sewed onto their shorts. TRTs. <laughs> that was the greatest moment ever in Tank Abbott's career because he probably was told not to cuss, then he said F, and then he said, you know what, F that, and then said the cuss word. Um, Joe Rogan asked him what he thought about the heavyweight division, and he called out Tito Ortiz, who was the light heavyweight champion at the time. Very on-brand for Tank Abbott. Very, uh, you know, that's just Tank. Tank's going to tank, right? So this was fun. Um, I'm going to have another one up tomorrow. I, I'm going to tease you. I'm not going to give you who it is going to be. Told you in the blog, go to MMAtakes.com and read what I said. Read the words. If you can read, go ahead and enjoy that. And then I will talk to you guys later.